0: All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Nina. This is my second episode. I'm here with Jose again. Say hey, Jose. Hey. What's good? good? So, uh, what we're going to do today, we heard a little bit about Jose's story. Um, So, today it's time for us to get to know my story, my side of the story about my healing journey. Um, Jose and I we've been friends for a couple of years now so you know how to ask some really good you know really good questions to get some juicy stuff out of me and to help me get a good flow of things so hopefully you guys enjoy the story and um, at the end of the day um, the whole purpose of this podcast is to be able to share my healing journey and other people healing journeys and people that want to get started on their healing journeys in order to hopefully one day inspire other people and help people get an idea of what healing actually is and what to expect from it and to let you know that you're not alone. All right, Jose, I'm ready whenever you are.
1: I mean, I think we should we should let them know where we're at first, you know, because we <laughs> oh, need kind of like a mental health day.
0: Yeah. Get away. That's true. So so we both in the mental health business. Um Working with um, a lot of mental health um, clients um, Sometimes it can be a strain on your mind body and spirit Because um, any energy is transferable and not destroyed So we get a lot of a lot of um, You know, there'll be some difficult days when we catch energy that is hard for us to shake off So it's important that we take care of ourselves So today I decided to get Jose and another one of our really good friends up and to randomly take a day trip out here to torch lake so right now so you have an idea and kind of image in, in your head of where we're at in our setting we're right now sitting on the beach right here by the water watching the waves listening to it while we're sitting right here on the dock and just recording so hopefully that helped with the image you got a couple of boats out here um, a nice amount of people. It's very quiet and peaceful.
1: It's like sunset time. Yeah. Sun's coming down.
0: Yeah.
1: See some mountains across. Big lake. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Might be able to hear the water and the birds chirping.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So dope. we're
1: out here taking a breather. Uh-huh. Fresh air.
0: Yeah. The water too cold for us to dive in, so I'm not going to front on that. Not getting in there and not trying to die, so... Yeah, well, we just chill. what
1: makes you feel alive then.
0: The interesting part is water makes me feel alive. Um, it's healing for me. Um, it's one of the best places for me to go to to help clear my mind, especially by me being an empath. I can feel people so deeply. So by me being by the water, uh, when I'm by the water, the only thing I can feel is the water. I feel the waves, and as I feel the waves, I feel as though it's like cleansing my soul in a way and kind of like massaging it and helping me to relax spiritually to help me prepare for the world and going out and doing what I do best by helping um, understand and working with other people by truly feeling them in that moment when needed. So, yeah, the water is my number one place to be to help clear my my head and get a good reset.
1: You think that when you found out that you were an empath that that started your healing journey
0: um no i don't think that i i honestly didn't know for a long time that i was an empath for a very long time i actually didn't even know what an empath was um the thing that started my healing journey honestly was um probably when i got tired of myself (laughs) to be honest i got tired of like the same patterns I would notice, whether it was me dating or friendships or uh, certain moods or career change, just really being more aware and conscious of myself is what made me want to change because it's like, hey, I want to, you know, become the best version of myself and it's places where I want to be in life. And in order to be there, I had to get rid of a lot of blockages that I had within my, my body, my spirit, and, my, and in my mind. And... In order to get to those places, I had to go, you know, go to some very, very dark places that I suppressed for years since my childhood, you know, like, it, it was really tough, but um, it, it's worth it, though. Like, I'm still, even now, like, on a healing journey, like, you know, you have your good days and you have your bad days, but when you remember your why to why you're doing what you're doing in the first place, that's what keeps me going, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's, It's not easy, but it's worth it. So that's my truth to the healing journey. Because at the end of the day, even though I see things that I never wanted to see ever again or things that might come up, it's worth it. Because as I face those things, I finally face them. I create the space within me and I truly feel what peace really is. Like I never knew what peace was. Because I never truly experienced peace. Because even when we come into the world, we come into the world at a traumatic state, like coming out the womb of our mother, you know, that's, 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 that's kind of like, that's, that's kind of like a traumatizing thing for a woman. Some women, they make it, and some women, they don't. And like, even in the womb, the womb is being ripped. So you come into a world where you're kind of experience coming into a world out of pain, pretty much, you know? So I never truly knew what it felt to feel inner peace or feel me and be able to be truly in touch with with my spirit you know so it's interesting
1: <laughs> so where you are where are you in your healing journey because if you were mm-hmm. in the beginning of understanding that you were an empath understanding that you had to go into I guess your shadow shadow self right yeah and, and go into the deep parts of your life and trauma yeah where are you sure. now or?
0: right now <laughs> I remember I talked to this woman she's um uh, a medium and a, a psychic, and uh, I remember she has told me when she was speaking to me, she felt as if um, she was wiping like these webs off of her face, like. And when she was wiping these webs off her face, she felt me. That was representation of me waking up for what we call the wake, the matrix, as in another in words, the awakening, and me to really realize what life is really about and 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 another way of saying that being truly in touch with myself being truly connected to the earth and those around me and truly tapping into my my inner power and um, another thing I kind of realized a lot of the stuff that I'm going through now and realizing now I realize at, at a very young age but I never understood it and I never felt as though I was around people that understood me so I suppressed those thoughts and those emotions so deeply because I felt so alone and so misunderstood and I didn't want anyone to judge me so now that I am an uh, adult it's like a refresher to me so everything that came about to me when I was a little girl now I'm truly understanding it so it don't really majority of it don't scare me, it feels good it gives me peace and that's why I feel more at peace within myself because all those years of my life when I was a little girl and I felt misunderstood, now it makes sense because of my my level of intelligence and um, based on my experience that I'm going through in life, whether it's with Inception and doing different body and energy works on myself and just like traveling and stuff like that, just just being open so Man, I hope I answered your question. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you're telling your journey. So, you know, that's your story. That's the... Whatever you say, that's that's your truth.
0: Yeah, you know. Because, like, a lot of people don't realize. um, People would look at me today, and they would never imagine the stuff I've been through. Like, I've been through so much stuff. Like, it blows people's mind. You would never know that I was pretty much molested for almost 14 years. Um, from the time I was a little girl all the way up until I was a teenager you would never believe that I was abused um, like mentally and physically for years all the way up until I was 14 it's something about the age between 6 and 14 I experienced so much trauma I experienced near death situations I remember when I was a little girl and we would sleep in the living room me and my brother we would sleep On a pallet and my mom had this shotgun in the living room and um, the reason why she had the shotgun is because someone broke into the house and gunned her and my sister down and ever since then she she was fearful and I feel like she was so traumatized from that experience she wasn't even aware of the fact that she put a shotgun in her living room because Mm -hmm. she was so fearful of her life she couldn't even think about nothing else Mm -hmm. but her own protection or the protection of everyone else. But still she placed this gun in the living room. Mm-hmm. So the gun had fell one night and it went off. And I promise you, I remember this day like it was yesterday. The gun was faced straight at me. And it went off. Now I remember my mom and my sisters running in the living room and they was panicking. And then they started checking my body. And they didn't understand because the gun was fully loaded. It was fully loaded and it went off. But I was still alive, I was still here, and I was untouched. And until this day, it was just like, experience like that, whether it was experience when the gun went off or experience when I was in a car accident when I was um, in college. And I remember thinking, man, I was tired. I wanted to fall asleep on the door. And something told me in my mind, don't lay on the door. And I was like, man, but I'm tired. And I was like, okay. And something told me to look up. I looked up. My friend, she was texting and driving. It was snowing outside. And as I looked up, I seen a black BMW flying on the side the street. And I'm looking at her like, I don't think she gonna stop. And I don't think this person gonna slow down. So I'm watching them. And by the time I called her name, it was too late. I started preparing for the car to hit us. And it hit us so hard, I I blacked out. And when I was blacked out, I remember seeing... Like, it was like, it was, you know people say they see, like, their life flash before their eyes? Like, like kind of like they pass and stuff. I didn't see my past. I seen my future. Mm-hmm. Like, I seen everything that was going to happen. But it was so fast. You know, like, I seen me graduate. So I, I caught that. I seen me getting married, but I don't remember who it was. I seen me being successful. I seen me helping people. But I didn't know what career, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know what people it was. I just, I felt it. It was like a familiar feeling. And then as my future went past super, super fast, it all stopped. It got pitch black. And then it was like a light came on. then the room was like white. And I can see like shadows, like black, dark shadows of like outlinings of people's bodies. But I can't see their face or anything. All I can do all I could like feel is like um, their spirit and it was like by me recognizing their spirit which which is what we truly are we all are just spirits by me recognizing their spirits I knew who they were and it was my grandmother who passed away that I was extremely close to and my niece and um, two people that I was extremely close to that I lost at a very young age and my grandmother she told me I had to go back and I saw her I didn't want to go back because I feel good. I didn't feel nothing. For the first time in my life, I all that pain that I experienced in my life. I didn't feel nothing. How old were you? I was, I think I was like 19 when this happened. Like nineteen twenty, And I just want to say it felt like, I, I don't know. I felt nothing. Like it wasn't like good, bad, nothing. But whatever I felt, I wanted to stay in that feeling forever. And she told me, she said, no, I need you to go back because the world still needs you. You have a lot to offer. And I said, Grandma, I just wanna stay here with you. And she said, Trust me, baby. You gonna, I'm gonna be always be with you. And I went back. That's when I woke up and was in crazy pain and stuff like that. And they got the jaws alight. And he yanked the door out because the door my my whole body was smashed. So it was like my legs was smashed up under the car. So it was like trapped from the dashboard to the um, the seat. It was trapped, and then the door was stuck into my hip, and I was like up against like the um, you know the middle part of the chair, mm-hmm. like in the car. I was the armrest. S- the armrest. Like I was smashed up <laughs> against that, and it was glass all over the place, and I was in like so much pain. But um, yeah, I went to the hospital, and they was like it's a it's a blessing that I'm still alive, that I survived that. Nothing, no no scars, no, no bruises? Nothing, just pain. Like, I was so sore, um, and I was still determined. I'm like, I'm not going to let nothing like cause me to drop out of school. So I went back to school and ended up popping my ankle and stuff out of place, playing basketball, being hard But, you know, I experienced so much stuff in my life, and as I got older, I started to just, like, learn from those pains and those traumatic experiences while being able to heal from them. And truly face them and find that meaning and start running from them. And by me doing that, I started to tap into something I never knew even exists. So,
1: so how'd you figure out you were an empath? Is that what you're leaning yeah, towards?
0: Yeah. I no. found I was an empath because I created that space so I can feel people. Mm-hmm. Like I will always have dreams. Like very powerful dreams. I've been having dreams since I was little. And when I was younger, before all that stuff started happening, I could feel people, but it got to a moment where I couldn't feel it as much, and then it got to another point where it kind of was like almost like a blockage, but I can feel it now it's to the point where I can feel it immediately mm-hmm. to the point where I'm getting to the point where I can I feel like I can see see people's spirits like I don't even see the mass that they try to you know present themselves to be. I see the spirits, so yeah. That's how I realized I was an empath and kind of like a mixture of a medium too, understanding my dreams and being able to communicate with spirits. And and in other words, like the dead, dead people and stuff like that. So I I experienced that a lot as well. A lot of people, relatives and family members come to me in my dreams and communicate with me um, to give messages to their loved ones or to give messages to me to help me.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> and you think that's what helped you get through that? That's what helped you deal with your trauma? Is, is knowing mm-hmm. that there's ancestors, people around you, spirits that are guiding you?
0: Mm. Or were there
1: anything that you had to do yourself to find, your, find that peace again? When
0: I realized that... I think it was me realizing that I needed to share my love and in order for me to do that I needed to heal and that my love was my power not and by me being able to share my love I was able to tap into that empath side and on top of that knowing that I have the support of my ancestors on my back along the way gave me more strength so yeah that definitely gave me more strength like every time i talk to people or every time i do some type of healing like some type of ancestor of mine has come through and they talk to me and they tell me to keep going so it's like i don't only have the power of one person i have the power of many people so that right there on top of me having god within me because he created me having that power is just a reminder that i can handle anything anything in the world throws my way so that's why it takes a lot to get me down because I know I can handle it. Whatever life throws at me, I know I can handle it. I just got to figure it out. If I don't know what it is at that moment, it's okay. But I will figure it out.
1: Nice. You mm. talked about water, water being calming and being able to help you with the, your energy levels. Is there anything else that, or anything that you're able to tap into that mm. where you're able to tap into being an empath or maybe even control it?
0: Um... I'm really good at controlling energy.
1: How how do you do it? Um, I'm sure there's people there that are like I don't know how you know I want to learn yeah. how to do it and I can't <laughs> stop. It. I can't control. It. I can't close yeah. the, the you know the door. I can't close the yeah. energy off of somebody that's nearby.
0: Like um, say for instance, um, I had a co-worker. Um, every time she would speak, right and she tried to explain something, it would irritate me. And I would be frustrated and I felt like I'm being choked. And this is not something I felt. I only felt this when every time this person tried to explain herself to me. Mm -hmm. So it got to a point one day, it became unbearable. And something told me in my head, I always say it's the voice of God, told me, hey, tell speak your truth. And I asked her, I said, hey, I said, do you have a hard time of explaining yourself? She said, no, nah, not really. I said, no, I think you do. And she was like, why you say that? I said, because the stuff that you be trying to tell me don't lines up with your delivery. Like what goes on in your mind, it don't lines up with what what's coming out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, because like, every time you try to explain something to me, I have to correct you. And I'm helping you to understand yourself. But I feel like it's only because I feel in my body, I can feel a blockage in your throat. Like, do you feel like it's a blockage? I, like, I feel like it's a blockage in you, like it's a blockage in your throat area. And she was like, wow. And I, was like, I feel like, uh, like you being choked. Do you feel like you being choked? Because I feel like I'm being choked right now. And she said, yeah, I feel like that all the time. She, and she opened up to me. She said "I was um, that she was silent for like a couple of years when she was younger because of um, a lot of childhood abuse and like a lot of childhood trauma that was going on in her life. And she felt as though she never had a voice. So as an adult now, she have a hard time explaining herself because it's a disconnect from her brain into her mouth. And, um, you know, and I, you know, shared some advice with her and I gave her some tips, like, you know, That blockage that you have in your body, you can get rid of that, you know? Like, you don't have to feel no way. And you get rid of that by doing the inner work. And when I say the inner work, we have things that assist that, like trauma release. Um, We have this lady named Mindy, and she helped relieve, uh, move energy through your body. Like, those blockages. And, like, she deals with, like, brain injuries, body energies, and stuff like that, and different type of traumatic events that we um, might have experience in our life and different th- issues and emotions we hold in our body. She helped move those things. So I gave her that information, and she was just in, just in shock. Then that moment, I felt that she was embarrassed and she felt so exposed. So another thing I learned as an empath or just people in general. You got to be careful who you hug and the people you touch because they spirits and that energy can carry on to you. But since I was already experiencing that, that emotion with her, um, I felt it was safe to just hug her to because I know how to control that. So I was able to cut off her emotion, so I could stop feeling choked. And I was able to go inside myself and give her some of that comfort and love and strength and be able to spread it um, to her. And that's only because I took the time out to create the space within me and to fill up my cup. So when I am pouring to other people, I still have some left for myself, and I'm not drained or feeling like I'm going crazy or anything because I have so much more within me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's cool. Yeah.
1: Um, um, how, does that, how does that make you feel, being being able to channel so well and then be able to help other people? How does that make you feel?
0: It makes me feel good. Cool. It's um, like these waves, <laughs> if you hear them, uh, so powerful you can feel the force i feel a lot more in, in control of my life and at the same time even when i'm not in feel as though i'm in control i'm still okay because i know how to just go with the flow of life and being in control all the time you know it's not necessary like it's just not and it's not needed and sometimes what you need to learn how to do is to be able to let go. Because if you're always trying to control things, you can end up missing out on a blessing or causing more damage to yourself than you already already have, you know, had before, you know. So, yeah, it feels good. It's worth it.
1: So you were saying that there's some things that, that we have, but when you talk about we, you talk about tools that are available mm-hmm. that you, you're either certified or trained in doing. what are are some things that people can use that we have tools that are available that you can share with them
0: so um, the inner we got at inception we got the inner reset circuit um, the inner detox circuit and we got the four day boot camp that includes both of those and with all of those tools um, so in the the reset I'm just going to break them down real quick we got the magnosphere, the brain training and the flotation therapy and the mag-, mag sphere pretty much help relaxes your body relaxes your nervous system the brain training pretty much helps you heal your brain and reconnect those neurons and stuff that was disconnected throughout your life so it pretty much mirrors your um brain in a way where you can hear your brain reconnecting and by you hearing that your brain is correcting itself and then we have the flotation therapy which is a float tank it's like a small pool you go in there You just lay down and you have the option to have the light on, but we prefer to have the lights off because you want to learn how to find all of that, that, that stimulation that we get from the world, whether it's our phones and talking to people, lights, um, watching TV, like all these external stimulation things that we depend on so much to fulfill a void that we feel within ourselves and we're running from it cuts the, all that off in a float tank. So you're forced to find that stimulation within yourself. And by you being in that, in that float tank, it brings up some things that needs to be addressed. But at the end, day, it, it's up to you if you want to address it. So that's the inner reset. Then we got the um, infrared um, sauna, which is the first thing in the detox circuit that helps like detox your body, clean it out, and help get rid of those toxins. It's really good for clearing out your skin. and help you with your respiratory a little bit as well. Then we have the lymphatic system, which is also a great tool to help massage your lymphatic system to get rid of those toxins out of it. And also it's really good to help get rid of those emotional blockages that we have within our um, bodies as well. So it's cleaning you out um, physically and um, um, spiritually and mentally as well all at once. And then the last thing is the, the salt booth. It's pretty chill. You just lay in there or sit, and you just take some deep breaths and inhale the salt, as it helps build up your immune system and help you with your respiratory. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. What
1: uh, like, what advice? This is a you know last question. I just think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. You talk about empath and, and your energy, and you're able to give people messages. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and um, what advice do you, do you have for other empaths or other people going through their healing journey?
0: Um, my advice is um, figure out why you are doing what you're doing. Find out your why, and remember it. Stick to it. And as you're on a journey, just know that you're not alone. You're not ever alone. Long as you have you, you have a whole universe within you. You have these cells. You got the blood flowing through. You, you have your spirit. Like you ain't ever. You're not ever alone and um, by you doing the work another one we missed out on that was amazing is trauma release which helps you reconnect with yourself and help you learn how to heal your body and it shows how powerful we are as human beings that we actually have the ability to heal ourselves and we actually have everything that we need on this planet to utilize to help ourselves live and live a healthy and long longevity life and once you realize that and you truly connect with that? That's something you don't ever want to let go. It's a beautiful thing and not only just for you but for the world to experience and see. So, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: that's dope. Any any last comments? Any uh, last things you want to share?
0: No, I think that's it. I appreciate you for being here yeah. with me asking me these dope questions. Um it's getting it late. I'd rather you ready to head back to the city and
1: but before we go, I just want to say, you know, like yeah. I appreciate you for being open and and sharing your journey you know it's it's always tough to either recount or or speak on past experiences and then still be healed you know and I think that that's a very powerful thing being able to to speak on the past and then still go on and still have this this peace Mm -hmm. of of mind peace of body and soul spirit where you're able to just say yeah it happened and Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm Still going forward, and I'm doing what uh, I'm destined to do. Mm -hmm. So, and knowing that you know we've been friends for we (laughs) were just looking at that like how long we've been friends. It's
0: been a minute. It's it's really cool to see you
1: see you in this light. You know Mm -hmm. I've always believed in you. I just want to say my my words on you that Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. You're doing great, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. this is exciting to see to see where you're at and to see that you're able to help people you know i think that's what i've always wanted to see you do oh yeah
0: thank you it's always good to have somebody to grow with too so i appreciate you as well we out here we doing the thing and doing our best by serving others that's what life is about connecting finding what you do best to serve the world and you know live life hey Hey. so (laughs) all right everybody that's about it and um that about wraps it up so look forward to our next episode stay tuned and take care everybody be kind to yourself be kind to the world and checking out peace okay so i'm sitting here with allison just about to give her a quick breakdown of the podcast so like i was saying i gotta repeat it because i wasn't recording myself because you get so used to being present when you're on this healing journey, because that's all that really matters, right? Yeah. Just being real and being in the moment. So sometimes I forget how to just, oh, record, you know, and just, re, you know, do, do certain things. But the whole purpose of the podcast is just being with people, sharing their stories, letting the world know what a healing journey is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, um, what to expect from it, and just inspiring people that actually want to get started on it. And so they can have an idea of what to expect. Mm-hmm. So it's me just being authentic with, with people in the world and with myself and with my peers and just letting them know, like, hey, this is worth it, but it's up to you to choose that. So first I want to say thanks for being a part of this. <laughs> thanks for coming in to Inception today.
2: And you're our first guest. So yeah. Yes. Oh, Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, I really would love to hear from your like perspective of things being in the healthcare being a nurse knowing after this really tough year that we had overall it's like you know it's a lot of stuff that you have seen and experienced not only at the hospital but within your own personal life and was just wondering if you just like to start out with giving us like a background of yourself what brought you into inception and what you got out of it overall sure
2: okay um so my name is Allison um I am a nurse, I've been a nurse for about seven years, um, uh, um, before I became actually a nurse, um, I there were some things that I had kind of noticed about myself, um, mm-hmm. but really didn't know how to kind of tap into it, mm-hmm. um, didn't know what was actually really going on or whatever, but, um, I knew it was something, um, so, you know, I was diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I refused to take medication. So, you know, it was just these other journeys that I felt like I needed to to do. If it was more prayer, and that's usually what I ran to. So I always, you know, go to church, and I always wanted to go to the altar and just pray and have pray warriors around me to pray mm-hmm. to help me get through my next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but leading on to this, into this um, pandemic, um, fortunately and unfortunately I didn't actually get the uh, root of being in the hospital mm-hmm. um, exactly but by me being in the outpatient I still had to deal with it so it was still mm-hmm. a lot of stresses um, also um, family members I had four family members to pass mm-hmm. within a month and a half mm-hmm. um, and that was a lot of a lot of trauma right there you couldn't grieve because you know there were two that passed in like 12 hours apart from each other so you go to try to grieve one and you get another phone call from georgia mm-hmm. saying that oh your cousin do passed. pass it's, it's, it's not less than 12 hours right so um that was a lot and it was on one side of my family it wasn't just you know it was here and there my dad's side of the family mom's side of the family this was all on my mother's side of the family mm. um so a total of five people passed away um, like I said, in, in the month four from um from COVID and one from a car accident. He was fifteen years old, my cousin, mm. and it was his grandfather that passed away from COVID. So it was wow. a lot. Um, but but even before the pandemic, um, you know, I, in two thousand going two thousand seventeen eighteen, um, there was a lot of things that was kind of like going on within myself, mm-hmm. and I could not figure it out. Um, and I was always, you know, somebody ask you, tell me something about yourself. I'm like, oh, you know, just the regular stuff, you know, I'm just, you know, cool. Mm -hmm. But it was more, it was deep. It was more than just, oh, it's just the regular things, you know, I'm just Mm -hmm. average person, you know, going. But I actually had some things going on within myself that I did not even realize Mm. that was going on. Um, so... I said, you know, when when I got diagnosed or whatever about fifteen years ago, um, you know, I was popping in and out of doing different things, but I was never consistent. Mm. So now that stuff is just building up and I could tell that it, it was building up. So leading into 2018, um, it was eight 2018 was like almost the worst year for me. Mm. You know, it might not have been the you know, what people would look and say And think, oh, like really, that really, you know, had you there at your lowest point? And Mm. I'm going, yeah, did you know those Mm -hmm. people that always smiling and bubbly? Mm -hmm. And that was me. But those are the ones that you need to watch out for.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, um, and you know, I, I, I was at my lowest point. You know, I was at my lowest point where I felt like I didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. But I had so many people that I felt like I needed to take care of. So it just, Mm. and my son, I have a son. He's 22. Um, and I felt like he needed me. So you know how selfish of me, of me to want to say, you don't want to ever be here anymore. You know, so I had to deal with this. Mm-hmm. So this is where I, I'm leading up into this, this self care. Yes, like I I have to do something mm-hmm. because this is a, a daily battle for me.
0: Yeah, so I
2: have to do something about this. Yes. So I had um, girlfriend from um, from work. She's a nurse. She told me about the floating tank. Mm told me this about eight years ago oh wow years ago Mm -hmm. and i never thank you thank you i never um i never made an appointment i said i was gonna come but i never did and that was just me like i said going in and out of just okay i'm gonna do something and don't do anything whatever Mm -hmm. but um i don't know how david came across my my instagram Mm. and caught my attention, so of course, you know, I went on his page and I'm going, "Oh my goodness! Like this, I need to do something here. You know, I really need to try this. Like, oh, I, you know, I heard about this floating tank from a girlfriend. You know, Mm -hmm. so because I'm on this self care, I'm like, okay, it's time you gotta do something, right? You, you get, you gotta, you gotta do whatever it is that you need to do. Mm -hmm. So this is what led me up to here. So I just started my new journey, as I was telling you all earlier, uh, on meditation. Yes. And um, this right here just falls right into it. So today was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like, about to was, save all
0: of this stuff going oh on. My yeah. My gosh,
2: I, you know, yeah. I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. but it was everything that I expected it
0: more. Wow. So how would it's you compare like, to how you felt before you came in to how you feel now?
2: Okay, so I had knee surgery. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and, yeah, I've been having pains or whatever, and I'm telling you, I didn't feel anything. You're like, are you sure you had knee surgery? Like, right. Yeah, I really did have knee surgery. I promise you I did. But it wow. really, really helped me. Mm. Um, I was really able to tap in deep.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's because um, you had that space now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was
2: able to to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a wonderful experience. Wow, wonderful experience. So it doesn't stop here for me
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I know you um thinking about getting the grounding. Yeah, and yeah. Trying out the trauma release class. Well, I and... need something because, like I yeah. say, it's
2: a daily battle for me. Yeah, you know? and yeah. I know that I have to deal with that. And um mental illness is real. Yeah, You okay. know, okay
1: possible we could change that daily battle to like a daily journey
2: awesome yeah let's do that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah daily journey yeah yes. yeah, that. Yep. yeah we, we just that. think
1: about battle we just fighting all you gotta fight. all yeah.
2: mm-hmm. I used to say a lot of negative things and not you know knowing consciously knowing that I was saying it so now a lot of times I'll say it's challenging Mm -hmm. instead of saying something that was so negative, you know, about what was going on. Yeah. Because
0: a challenge challenge. can be good or bad, you know. And it's all about how you look at that challenge. That challenge is going to help bring out the best out of you or the worst. It's up to you. It's all about your perspective, right? Yes. Like, everybody have a lens that they see the world through, right? Correct. Your lens that you see the world through, that's all that matters to you because that's your reality of the world. Yeah. You know? So if you change your perspective, you're changing your own reality, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you change your own reality, you are the one that's in control of what actually makes you feel a certain way. Yes, yeah, right. It starts with
2: me and ends with me.
0: Yes. So the, and it's the patterns exactly what
2: we're talking about. That we got to reset
1: those patterns that you
2: have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I noticed that in the, the brain training,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, that it was a lot of, you know, resetting in mm-hmm. the beginning. And mm-hmm. then... Over time, it was not as much going on with the brain, mm-hmm. having to reset the brain. So I did notice that. So I was so stuck on, like, oh, okay, you're <laughs> <Yeah>. resetting. <laughs> 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 to, it was yeah. a relaxing thing, you know? Yeah. I was actually in like a deep sleep. Yeah. You know? And it, it felt really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a good thing. The um, floating tank, you mm-hmm. know, I said it was a struggle for me in the beginning. But I was able to tap into something, you know, mm-hmm. that I guess I needed to because, actually, I was able to tap into a cross. Mm-hmm. And that's what I focused on, and mm-hmm. that gave me a chance to pray.
0: Yeah. So what helped you to be able to do that? Because a lot of people, when they get in a flow tank, they have a hard time. But they actually miss out on the whole purpose of the flow tank.
2: So, like I said, it was really weird because when I got in there, it was, struggle, it was a struggle for me. I was, you know... Um, Focusing more on my rotator cuffs that, you know, for me pulling them from working. Mm-hmm. To, okay, you got to relax, right? Mm-hmm. So I was put into a, a big body of water. I don't even know how I got there. I, <laughs> you I But I was placed in a big body of water. Mm-hmm. But there were, I, I saw sharks around me. Mm. Around me, those floating around me or whatever. But then I said, okay, pray about this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I started to pray. Mm-hmm. Those sharks left, I don't even know where they went. Yeah, I, I was you just know what
0: that was? That was you letting go of your own fear. Mm-hmm. And by you letting go of the fear that you created within yourself, it allows you to just be. And when people learn how to just be and just be connected with themselves and focus on what's really going on within them, yeah. it makes you more, so much more powerful you tapping into what's really real
2: yeah that's that's crazy because I when I got out the Florida they yeah. had big like sharks <laughs> like yeah. you know like, I mean, I've never like, had any encounter with sharks or right. anything like that I'm yeah. like where would yeah. that come from yeah. I don't even know how to swim right so, so you, know, yeah. the whole thing,
0: you were not going to really yeah. catch me in
2: a big body of water like yeah. That. Yeah. nobody but and I was just like sharks
0: yeah our imagination is, is so powerful yeah. like a lot that of people they be like oh I'm scared of floating because I can't swim you don't even know how deep it is or anything. Right. Like, you, you you, don't even know. Your imagination beat beat you before you even got here. Exactly. It got the best of you. Yeah. But, like, some people, they get in the flow tank and they're like, oh, I don't like being in there. Why don't you like being in there? Because I feel like I'm not in control. Why do you feel like you have to be in control? Yeah. What is it about that security of being in control that's actually scaring you
2: exactly
0: what was it and it goes back to like that childhood right Mm -hmm. what happened in your childhood that made you feel like you had a lack of control yeah we have to. we as people have to really go deep within ourselves to truly understand ourselves and start depending on external things to help us with that
2: that is so
0: true like we depend on so much external things to help us try to figure out what's going on with us Mm-hmm. It's good to have things like therapists and inception and doctors and stuff like that to be assistance, to be like a great assistance with us. But we depend so much on these people and things that find out what's going on within us. We would never heal. That's we will true. continue to struggle. Yeah. We will continue to fight with what? Ourselves.
2: Yeah.
0: It's not the world that we're fighting with. We're fighting with ourselves.
2: And that, that is so true. Yeah.
0: And that's what it comes why, why down to. Why do you
2: think uh, prayer helped? Right, I'm sorry, why do you think prayer helped helped you inside the prayer mm-hmm. um that's where I'm grounded like mm-hmm. um uh like I said you know i I was diagnosed fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. and i that's i I've, I've come from a praying family mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. basically you know my foundation, yes. so that's where I know to go mm-hmm. so I find myself you know praying um or whatever when <laughs> yeah, like I got shots floating around yeah. like.
0: But you know what so praying is Yeah, okay, Jesus so I, <laughs> yes. I want
2: to reflect that back yeah. to you Because exactly. that prayer, who
1: is that? Right. That's you yeah. so Your body and your brain know mm-hmm. know what to do yeah. So you're just getting back inside yourself And so whenever you go to prayer, whenever you go to meditation Whenever you journal, mm-hmm. that's you mm-hmm. You're answering your own questions We just mm-hmm. give you the tools So you know, remember that when you're mm-hmm. out there that's You know, awesome. when you want to reset your brain Pray mm-hmm. Okay. yeah Whatever yes. your resetting is, mm-hmm. that's you. Mm-hmm. You know, resetting for him was different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Resetting for you is different. Resetting for us is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you find, you have your resetting. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. Tap into that mm-hmm. and get more into it. I'm proud of you for your healing journey. You said yeah. that you, did, you did a meditation. That's, yeah. that's deep because okay. you did that on your own. You I was did. like, well, I need this. I and you did. did it. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to your body. Yeah. Prayer is your body telling you, hey, that's what I need.
0: Yeah. Yes, that communication line with yourself. Yeah. Regardless of what people call it, it's just going back to yourself. Where is God at within us? Why? Because God created us, right? That's right. So when you pray, you're talking to him. and mm-hmm. In other words, you're talking to yourself because you are God. God is within you. Exactly. So that's all it that is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Can, can I do one more thing before yeah. before, uh, sure. before we end it? Yeah. I would like to honor your family. Yes. So Is there like a like, could we say like a name and maybe like a quick thought to them? Sure. Speak to um, your family.
2: Uh, there was my aunt, my aunt uh, who actually helped raise me. Um, mm. uh, Um, my uncle Milton. Mm-hmm. My uncle Joe and my cousin Kay. And my younger cousin Joseph. Mm-hmm.
1: So we're just gonna honor them and and send love and light to you and your family, and, mm-hmm. and just know that their presence is always here. Yeah, you know that they're watching and they're, they're taking care of the mm-hmm. things that you need, and in your prayer, reach out to them.
0: I yeah. appreciate that.
2: Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, coach. write
0: to them too. Yeah. And someone had told me that, like, you know, we're all these spirits, right? Mm-hmm. This, what we see right now, it's not really us. It's the spirits within us, right? They mean they're never gone. The body might be gone, but right. the spirit is always with us. You yeah. can always talk to them. Yeah. Make time with, within yourself to sit down and talk to your loved ones. they never gone. If anything, they're closer to us because yeah. there's nothing getting in the way of it. It's just this physical vessel that we focus on so much that we're truly letting go of. Because we're never really gone right. so yeah, so and congrats on this journey that you on thank it, you it's oh my God, it's like such a you know, when people choose this journey, you're not only changing yourself, you're changing the world, like the thing that's truly going to change the world. It's us changing ourselves by us healing ourselves and learning how to connect with one another. Exactly. Like, the issue is not... It's not the government. It's not the money, the cars, and all this other stuff, and the gangs. It's the people. Yeah. The people that's dealing with their own stuff, and they're trying to cope the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So, if we all learn how to truly heal. We get to find out who we truly are. And by us knowing who we truly are, is less confusion. We know how to connect with other people. We have a great idea of what we want out of life. That's all it's all about. Yeah. Life is about connection. Nothing else, nothing more. Connecting to the source. Yeah. Whatever that source is to you, that's up to you. You're right. You're know? so
2: correct. And yeah. it's, 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 it's crazy because, you know, you said all oh, you seem calm, seem more calm. Mm-hmm. And I too, I do. What I feel yeah, that brain training. I seen it. it in
0: the brain training. I was like, oh wow, that's why I shouldn't
2: have mentioned
1: like, I want to know that knee because I know her and that knee. <laughs> I want to get to you. I, get do, rid I of
2: that. do feel mm-hmm. calm, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, because a lot of times I'm like, you know, you'll find yourself talking fast or you'll find yourself. Um, just kind of scattered all over the place, mm-hmm. and like all your your thoughts are not really connecting where they need to be. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That a lot of times I find that's that's me.
0: Yeah, know. that's a reflection of how you feel within yourself. Yeah, that's all that is.
2: Mm-hmm. Once
0: you are more calm and peaceful in here, yeah, then that's what you're going to project. When you talk fast and ancient da, 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 that's how you feel within yourself. Yeah. Whether it's your brain, the spirit, whatever it is that's going on within you, you're projecting out outwardly. That's all it is.
2: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing good.
0: I really yeah. appreciate you all. Yeah, we appreciate you too, and just stay connected to us. And you know, we're yes. happy to be here with you along this journey and to help you any way possible. Thank you. Yes, and thank you. Thanks for coming on to our, the podcast as well. <laughs> it means a lot, and I'm pretty sure your story you can touch so many other nurses that's out there that feel helpless, or they might feel the same way that you feel. You never know who you might inspire by sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Like, do you believe in our stories? Is not our own by us sharing our stories with the world and being open with that and finding the truth within our own stories we can help save so many people's lives that is so true because you yeah. know what i'm
2: thinking somebody else could be
0: thinking the same thing yeah some people might be on the edge right now yeah and by hearing your story and hearing how you made it through and how you chose to get to this point where you're at right now you might actually save so many people lives mm-hmm. if not many at least one yeah i know for a fact yeah like so, yeah, I'm very yeah.
2: transparent on where I am and yeah. you know what I go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's I, 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 you know, I, I'm not hiding it. Yeah. Know? Oh yeah.
0: Definitely. You say, Gosh, you just telling me this? No,
2: I'm very transparent. Yeah. You know.
0: Because at the end of the day, what's the point of hiding it? Mm-hmm. We all going through stuff, right? Yeah. What's the point of hiding? it? Mm-hmm. It's no point of hiding at all. At the end of the day, when you hide stuff, you're only hurting yourself. Exactly. You hurting yourself why? Because you holding those emotions yes. in your all body. That stuff is built up. Is build up that you know what I'm yeah. saying. Let no, you know you killed yourself faster than you know yourself dying naturally. Yeah, that's
2: that's so true. That's right. so true because I found myself, you know, just holding a lot of stuff in, mm-hmm. and it was like just pounding a whole lot of stuff up under that rug. Yeah. And then the first thing somebody say, it it, it could have been nothing, mm-hmm. you know, but they're gonna say, and I just not blow up, but blow up. Mm-hmm. You know, everything comes out. I'm like,
0: what did all that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, like, I noticed, like, another thing you said, like, not only are you putting the weight of your your um patience and stuff on you, right? You're putting the weight of the world, of your family. Yes. You know? So we, it's important for us to not take on other people's stresses and problems and issues yeah. because that's take us away from our own problems and yeah. issues. So how can we ever have time... To deal with that, and we're so busy focusing on external things.
2: Yeah, I'm so empathetic to just yeah. all of that. I just take it all.
0: Yeah, so we gotta have those boundaries. Yeah, emotional boundaries, physical boundaries. That's
2: what I'm learning now. I have to learn that because I've always been like that. It was always I did everything for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, and me was last. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, as long as I was good, I took care of somebody else. Yeah, I was happy, I felt like I was happy, but mm. I'm not
0: really mm-hmm. happy. That's that codependency, yeah, that's what that sounds like. But, like, what I have to learn as a person that also is that deals with codependency is that once we set up boundaries, what boundaries truly are, boundaries are a reflection of how much we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because by you setting that boundary, you saying that I matter, and whoever don't respect that. Mm-hmm that's how you know those people. They're going to fall off because they're not going to be able to respect you by setting that boundary that you have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's up to you to be willing to stand strong by that boundary, by respecting yourself, loving yourself, and creating that space for yourself. And whoever can respect that, that's who deserves to be in that same space with you. Absolutely. Because you allowed it. Absolutely. Yeah. So Yeah, so it's just a learning tool as we yeah. go throughout life. We live, we learn, trial and area, and it's all about how we cope with things. We're going to always experience some type of level of stress, but how we cope with it is what really matters. Sexual. Yes. Yes. All Yay. right. Yay, we did it. Yes. All right. And that's a wrap.